to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts, we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying, what we saying, prime information. Facts, keys to the city, we are locking the statements. Streaming every Friday. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. We stream on all social media platforms at Keys to the City. So comment, like, subscribe, or share. It is once again our Christmas edition, 2021 version of the Keys to the City. We do this every year. The only thing that we're missing this year, we don't have our hats. I don't even know. Um, much- I got my hat. You want yeah, me to go get my hat? I know you don't want to ruin your pretty ass hair, so I don't want you to have to wear a hat. So. I just well, I just got a fresh haircut, so no, I don't well, want. I was saying, I want, I want you to. I know how, I know how we are with our haircuts. We take our haircuts very, very serious in this, in the keys to the uh, keys to the city household. But we don't have our Christmas hats. Ted has them. I don't know where mine is. I think mine is somewhere in Ted's house you right want, now. You want me to go look? No, I don't want you to go look now. I can't do it. I can't do it. Like I don't have no hat. I so think, I think they're upstairs in the guest room. Maybe that's not the worst thing because they are Giants hats. So, yes, we are talking New York Giant football again. and But the state of New York Giant football and the complex situation that's going on, we could just even talk about both New York Giants and the New York Jets in, in similar fashion, both again at the bottom of the NFL standings this year and have been for some time. We're also going to talk about two teams that started off slow this year, two teams that had high expectations. I had one of them going to the NFC title game. That may not be far-fetched as now. Now looking at it, could not be far-fetched possibly in the 49ers. But the other team is the Indianapolis Colts. Both are 8-6. Both have the certain style of play, very similar, maybe, that can make a deep, dark horse run in both of their conferences and maybe – playing on Championship Sunday or, hell, even Super Bowl Sunday with the way this season's going. And then, obviously, we are going to do something this year that we haven't done before. We're going to give our top five, top five Christmas movies. I love Christmas time. I love Christmas movies. We are going to give you, specifically from Keys of the City, our top five Christmas movies. But, like I said, this is always supposed to be a fun time of year. It's Christmas time. We are three days away from Christmas but again, another year for us New York Giant fans and us New York football fans that both of us, we don't get to see our team competing for a spot in the playoffs. And we look at the New York Giants right now. We've talked about them on countless amount of times this year. And like kind of like the Yankees, very similar in the sense of inconsistency with the Yankees. We talked more negative, it felt like, with the Yankees this year. For the Giants, since we've been doing the show, it's been an ongoing process. It's been the same process. It's been nothing but negativity. And that's what the New York Giants fan base has seen. Torture, insulting, pathetic from what the New York Giants franchise, for goodness sake, the week before Christmas, what are all fans get on an appreciation day? Brought to you by the New York Giants, a nice little medium Pepsi. That's the state of New York Giant football, ladies and gentlemen. The cheap bastards that we are give out Pepsis. Well, medium Pepsis, not even large. Not even a large Pepsi. Not even like not even like a beer. Not even like just the good thing is it was only not even like a hat or something. Not even like a a Giants towel or something. They give a Pepsi. First of all, it was only for the ticket season ticket holders. So whoever's name was on the ticket got the free Pepsi. So like if you bought the ticket. 
Your name wasn't on it. You didn't get yeah. Most of the most of the New York those season ticket holder fans. Well, there were once passionate ticket season holder fans have become now the rich New York ticket season holders. But that's another that's another that's just the definition. That's just kind of the pinnacle to wrap it all up of what New York Giants the franchise has become, Ted. And it's a combination of everything. This is not just one thing. This is a combination of drafting. This is a combination of hires that have not panned out. This is a combination of still living kind of in the 1960s, thinking that this is going to work the mantra of the way because it's the New York Giants franchise, this proud franchise. And we've talked about it like what what Joe has said. Other than those four Super Bowls, this has been a 500 or a below 500 franchise, even though they got the wins, but they've been around the longest. Ted, I'll get him right into you. How does – the New York football Giants, in this case, big blue, because it is a blue, blue times for the New York football Giant fans. How do they climb out of this misery? Sell the franchise. <laughs> you're not out. You're not out of quite. You're not crazy. No, it's not. It's no, not like it's, it's not the it's, worst thing. So I was. I sent you the article. We we're both probably going to talk. A little yeah, bit I was about just looking. It. I was about just the Jets out too. Yeah, Jordan Renan had just uh, did an article, which is pretty amazing. We had talked about this the other day that we were going to talk about. Oh, this we got a, we got a question right here. Are we talking all sports? It's the Yankees. Are we sure it's, about that? Are we confident about that? Come on. You say come Mets. on like, oh, it's obvious. It ain't the Mets. It ain't the Mets. Listen, don't tell me the manager. It's gonna, it's gonna be, I got it. I got it. It's going to be the New York Rangers. I hope so, but we'll see what happens with hockey and their COVID stance right now. They're on a, a deep freeze. So I would say the Yankees. Now, if you're asking the football teams, I'd still say it's the Giants because the Giants do have pieces to build upon. The, the, the question is, who's going to put all those pieces together? Well, the way, and not, you know, Trev jokes about it. I'll use it as a food experiment. You have all the ingredients, all right? Certain ones are good. Certain ones are bad. But who is going to be the chef that's going to combine all the things, the wet mixture with the dry mixture, going to put it together, going to cook it, then bake it, and then and then serve it to as a meal? Mm-hmm. We don't know that question. We don't know who the GM is going to be. We don't know who the head coach is going to be. All speculations show that it looks like the Giants are going to retain Daniel Jones for another season. The question will be, will they bring him back for a fifth year, give him the fifth-year quarterback option? The, looks like they're going to keep Joe Judge. Trev, everything you've sent me on Twitter and everything on Instagram looks like Joe Judge. Because what do you he, think? You know, here's the thing. He's well, what you read about is he's well-respected within the organization and the players. So that's yeah. good. Listen, I want my coach to be well-respected, even under the most tortured, um, worst times. The question will be with this team is the GM and the personnel. See, here's the biggest thing. We read about this. The Giants – you, you think about team. Here's the thing. Let's think about what makes teams good, right? Think about why the Packers have been Not good, good. continuously. Great. Why are they great? But no, good. Oh, really good. Okay. Is the Steelers have been consistently good. Think about when the last time the Steelers were like bad. And when I say bad, like had less than six wins. Not seven and nine, not eight and eight. I don't know. Tomlin, Tomlin has never had a below 500 season. It was before Tomlin became head coach that I they think had. Even I, think they like ten, I think no, I think they were like a six and ten or a seven and nine season one year that when I was a little kid. That's the last maybe, time I can remember the Pittsburgh Maybe the Bill Collier is maybe a Steelers fan. Why are the Packers great? Why is New England been consistently great? Listen, here's something that's gonna kill Giant fans. 
why are the Cowboys consistently pretty good? Now, I know they had the three, what, six and ten seasons in a row? Yeah, I know they haven't won the Super Bowls, but, but they – they here's the thing they hit on draft picks. You think about I was thinking about this. You think about the they've hit on Romo, the Demarco Murray's, the Demarcus Weirs, um, you know the Wyman they've hit, the secondary guys. I know they haven't won a Super Bowl, and the Giants won the two Super Bowls, and they got really hot when they needed to, and that's special. But think about the Cowboys. Like think about like when's the last time the Giants drafted Demarcus Ware? When's the last the last time Giants drafted a really good player was JPP. I mean, Beckham is a really good, but he and at he the time he was long the, enough to exceed. Landon Collins, we were so happy that time when the Giants traded up to go get Landon Collins. Loved it. Not with the team no more. The team has missed, I believe. I I wish I wrote down this thing. I know since the last Super Bowl, uh, last playoff when they were twenty-two and fifty-six. It's awful. It's so mm-hmm. awful. The, the Jets and Giants combined have had sixteen losing. It's actually seasons. it's actually insulting if you're a New York fan. Not even just the Giants. It's also, it's almost insulting to see every Sunday that. Us fans have to put in, pay in a hard money to go watch two of these teams, two of the worst teams in the past decade, produce and play for 60 minutes, what they put out on the field. It's insulting as a fan because I'm just looking up. I looked at some uh, Twitter today, and they were just saying, so for the ninth time in 10 years, Ted, Giants will fail to make the playoffs, and for the fifth year in a row, they'll likely finish with six wins or less. And I was talking about the moments of why. This is a this is a complex situation there's not just one situation that you can just point the finger and say that's the reason why this franchise is bad no this is a combination of everything this is like i said 2017 giants going all in with eli thinking okay we got one more year where you could have got a, a quarterback for the future they didn't decide to 2018 they decide instead of going maybe quentin nelson who's been pff, we'll talk about the colts in a few minutes a perennial Pro Bowl or Pro going to be, if he stays healthy, trajectory to be a Hall of Famer. Or, or, okay, or one of those quarterbacks. So here's or, no, but also listen. But no, instead of building the roster where they could have traded back at that number two spot, if you really remember, the Giants could have traded back with Gettleman and maybe picked up more assets and going to maybe and going to get a guy like Quentin Nelson. And hell, you could have got a guy in the second round like a Nick Chubb, who's produced, who's a better running back right now statistically. Availability wise, then Saquon Barkley. But what does he do? He decides to go for Saquon and Will Hernandez. That's been that's been awful. They also got to go 2019. You got to think about. They were in love with Justin Herbert, but we knew Herbert wanted to go, wanted to come back to college. So the Giants felt desperate. And what did they do? They took the sixth pick with a guy named Daniel Jones, a guy that at the time maybe felt many believed was not a top ten pick, and it has not delivered. Also, the 2020 draft. We need offensive linemen. It was a great time to draft a tackle. We did. But offensive coordinator at the time, Jason Garrett, was pushing extremely hard for Andrew Thomas. They drafted Thomas, who has been up, has been really good this year. Rookie season, had some struggles. This season, he has played to an all-pro level when he's on the field. It's just like I said, and also 2021, Giants had the chance. We've talked about it countless times. Giants had the chance to draft a guy at uh, – a game changer, a franchise altering player, maybe. Well, it all depends. You never know with that. But a franchise altering player and a Micah Parsons for a defense that desperately needs that alpha. They don't have an alpha on that defense. They lack alpha. They got some great, they got some solid players. The Giants have solid players all around defense. A great, a solid secondary. The defensive line, they got blue chip type players. But you need an alpha. You need a Ray Lewis, an LT, a Dick Buckus. You need a Derek Johnson. You need guys like that 
to take control of your defense. Blake Martinez, yes, is good, but he's got injury problems, and he's not all around great. Parsons can do everything. There's a difference between Blake Martinez and Mike Parsons. You don't look at Blake Martinez like you do Parsons, Fred Warner. No, but Blake Martinez is a great linebacker. Well, Parsons is a great athlete where you could put him everywhere, somewhere on defense. You could cover the running back with him, cover tight ends. You could play in, you could play in pass coverage. You could put him in the linebacker, middle backer, a Mike backer, outside backer. You could put him will backer. You could also put him at the edge. You and know, if he was specifically an edge rusher like the Giants desperately have needed since the top OC and JPP days, I mean, that guy That guy would have freaking 20 yeah, here's the thing. Right now, we know this, though. If you get the quarterback right, that could solve a lot. That can cover up a lot of issues. Think about this. The teams you're going to name, the, the good teams, think about the teams that are consistently good. They got the quarterback right. Yeah. I mean, the Packers went from Brett Favre to, to Jordan Ahmed uh, to Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I don't think anyone's ever gone from, from Hall of Fame to Hall of Fame. Maybe, Colts, oh, Joe Colts, Montana. Joe Montana. Colts could have got, got lucky. If Andrew Luck doesn't deal with injuries because of that offensive line play, they go from Peyton to Andrew Luck, who at the time was already one of the best top five quarterbacks in the league. It's just sadly that he retired due to injuries. That's what happened because they didn't franchise. Go ahead. But that's because they didn't sure up the offensive line. Now think about this. We're talking about the Giants, but if you go back to that draft class we were talking about, the Jets who went from six to three gave up three second round picks to go from the Colts to Ballard. The Colts moved back to six. They get Quentin Nelson. The Jets went to three and get Sam Darnold. The Giants could have made a similar move. Here's the thing. You know you who they took in the second round, the Colts? I think. I don't know if that it was. Darius Leonard. I know. And listen, the Browns, too, two though. The Browns. Two freaking, two freaking all pros. I know, but listen, the, the the Browns, too, part of their success is Baker Mayfield and Chubb. They hit on those picks, and then they hit on some. And then they have Don, Denzel Ward, who's been a very solid corner yeah. in the NFL, And then too. Dedrick Wills, Wills, the yep. left tackle. But you look at this. The Giants. They don't. They draft a running back in Barkley. At the time, we hated everyone for you know why didn't they take Sam Darnold? Why didn't they take a quarterback? They had five quarterbacks to choose from. They could have took a Josh Allen. They were never going to take a Lamar. The Giants are not that type of team. The Giants don't do splash tanks. The Giants are the most boringest team in the world. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're playing. I'll use the word that you're familiar. They're playing Jane, bro. They are the playing Jane. You've heard that word before. Use. They're boring. There, there's no, there's no sprinkles on the ice cream. It's just vanilla ice cream with a plain ass waffle cone. Not even a waffle. The 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 fake. Not fake even like. Not even like. Not even like hot fudge. Nothing on that. Nothing. Just kidding. Nah. So you don't draft a quarterback and you miss on a quarterback because Daniel yeah. Jones is a mess. All right, and he hasn't proved anything to me. Yep. You don't have shirt up the offensive line. Could have got a guy a guy like Quentin Nelson who would have shirt up the offensive line. Could have got a guy a guy like Bradley Chubb. Now I know he got hurt, but who knows if he gets hurt on the Giants? You don't know. But when he's healthy, yeah, they, he, that's what I'm saying. You that's what made the Denver Broncos the reason to trade Von Miller because they had another electrifying pass rusher, Bradley Chubb. They could have mm-hmm. got you. It, what happens is when you, it's like lying. When you lie and you make the mistake, you have to keep backing up your lies to cover up the other lies. The Giants are lying to all of us. They Dexter Warren, I get it. Big big. Fat guy in the middle who can stop the run. The game is not about stopping the run. Yeah, it is. It's called go get the pass rusher. They got a big guy who's okay. And here's the other thing. DeAndre Baker, they traded up for. He doesn't play football no more for the New York Giants. He's on the Chiefs. Eli Apple. All these guys that the Giants went for don't longer no longer play on the Giants. Landon Collins. The longest tenure Giant, Ted, is the guy that just tore his Achilles yeah, on Sterling Sunday. Is, but he's always hurt. Here's my thing to answer this question. What do you guys think of Russell Wilson and Big Apple? I don't understand from the perspective of not the Giants, but Russell Wilson. Why would you go to a situation right now that you're very similar? It's almost eerily similar to what the New York Giants are. 
The New York Giants, both both teams are going to be uh, – Seattle doesn't even have a first-round pick. New York Jet fans should be happy. Can, I, can I give you two teams? Of, but you're literally looking – hold on. You're literally looking at the same situation, identical almost, if you went from Seattle to, to – from. It's here's, only, here's, it's here's two teams where I think oh, Russell Wilson should look at. Hold on. The only difference is you're going from the West Coast to the East Coast. Yeah, okay, yeah, and Sierra wants to do work. Yeah, but Sierra, but, you know, it is difference because the Giants have more pieces as a team. Overall, the Giants – if you can fix the offensive line, which is good luck fixing it. I mean, I don't know if you can fix it that quick. Nope. And they have the cap room and everything else. But here's the problem. Russell Wilson's sour cap hit is the second biggest sour cap hit of any player in the NFL. That's the first issue. Then the Giants are going to have to probably give up their two first-round picks, which means you, you're going to bring Absolutely. in a high, older guy. Hold on. A hold, an older guy. Might have to give up three. Well, I'm just saying the two that they have. No, the two I, that they have, you're not going to build a youth. You got to get this team younger, and I don't. And the Giants do have Galladay, Kadarius, Kadarius Tony, Barkley. Maybe you got Andrew Thomas. Maybe they can sure up to all fun. Maybe Russell would work here. Here's two teams that should go after him: the the Washington Football Team and the Denver Broncos. Those are two teams that should go after Russell Wilson because the Washington Football Team is one player away, and that's the quarterback from being in the Super Bowl lead team. Their defense is good enough. They have personnel. They have receivers. They have running backs. They have everything you want. They're a team. And here's the other team. I would say Philly too. I said Denver. Philly. Will I don't be know, man. Philly's got something. Philly got something brewing with Jalen Hurts. Right yes, now. but I don't. There's no everything you read about. They have no confidence in Jalen Hurts. They're already which is, talking about which is absurd. Talking about drafting a quarterback or maybe trading for a quarterback. Here's my one thing. I don't really hold on. Here's my one thing about the whole Eagles thing. I, we're not big Eagles fans, but this is a team that was projected to be like the New York Giants right now, all in they're, rebuild mode. They're on the cusp. They're on the cusp of being the seventh seed in the playoffs. That's how close they are. And for a guy that they don't have trust in, they're on the verge of being in the playoffs. So you should ride for a guy that's yeah, only playing. they run the football. Jalen Hurts has only played one full season. 17 games currently. That's one full season. And he hasn't no, That's been because bad. they run the football. The last three or four games, they've rushed for over 175 yards. To play to his games. strengths. That's exactly what they're doing. And that's why because they're winning. They that's what he does well. their game. Here's the thing. This is what the Ravens said. We know what Lamar Jackson can do and what we're great at. We know what we can't do as well. So is the organization for the Philadelphia Eagles going to go full and board with Jalen Hurts and say, this is what we're good at? We got a great offensive line. They have a really good offensive line, really good offensive line, young offensive linemen. And then you got like guys like Lane Johnson and Kelsey, et cetera, who are the veteran, veteran aggressive present. They run the football. They got a bunch of receivers. If they go all in with the three draft picks they have, they can make a serious move for this team. Go get move up, get a certain another big time offensive lineman, maybe another big time yeah. receiver like Jamison Williams out of Alabama. That's, that's why a team like the Eagles and the Saints would be more ideal for Russell Wilson because if you're trying to win a championship, those teams, those two teams specifically, would probably be a better fit. Where the Giants, they're they're. I don't care how much talent there is. This is not just talent that all of a sudden you get a quarterback and everything's fixed. No, there's bigger issues around. It starts from the top. And, Ted, I want to finish off with this. What do you think is the most important step for the Giants to get back to where we hope we can see them be, which is competing for NFC East title games or NFC East and making it to conference championship games and even winning Super Bowls again? What is the most important thing to you? Well, listen, my quick answer would be go find a, go find a legit quarterback. But that me- you're not going to go find a legit quarterback. Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers are not coming to the New York Football Giants. They're going to stick with Daniel Jones for another year. They're going to bring back Joe Judge. We're going to see the same thing. So what does that mean? Fix the offensive line so that Daniel Jones doesn't have to get his brains beat in. Not those two first-round picks. And try to keep your personnel that you that – you so- 
so hard we tried to draft and build and, and free agent with Gallaudet and Tony and whoever else is going to be on this football team. Let's see what he's got because for me, he hasn't proven anything. I mean, listen, this team is a joke. I, I'd scrap the whole thing. I'd scrap the whole thing from top to bottom. Who cares? You, you would say, well, that means more losing. What the hell's the difference? We're They've already been losing long enough. Who cares? Since our last playoff win. What was the stat they had? I had it right in front of me. Give me one second. If you give me a second. I have it right in front uh, no, of me. That's fine. No, Giants, that's hold on. The Giants, since 2012, are 61-97. and 97. That's ranked 29th in the league. Only the Jets and probably two other teams, the Jaguars, probably the Lions, are worse. That's awful. They're minus 491 point differential since 2011. All right, their quarterback play is 27th, 49.8 since 2012. Mm-hmm. They're just awful. So what the hell would it scrap the whole thing? What are you gonna do with Barkley? What are you gonna do with Daniel Jones? Here's the biggest things you can fix to make a football team better: fix the offensive line, fix the defensive line, get another pass rusher, and get another piece on the offensive line that can sure up. That's the only way to win in football. Because the two teams we're gonna talk about in a little bit with the Colts and 49ers. That's why they're winning football games. Their offensive lines dominate the line of scrimmage, and their defense line put pass rush on the opposing quarterback, which allows you to win the game. This is not high school football where you just give it to the best player and he makes everyone miss. You have to win on the line of scrimmage. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's how the Bucs won last year. Their defense line dominated, and their offensive line gave Brady look at a perfect, look at a perfect example. Look at a perfect example. Talon always doesn't win. And if you want to say, yeah, that, well, it always does. Well, go watch the Sunday night game. The, the Buccaneers were more talented. Now, I know they lost Mike Evans. I know they lost Fournette. I know they lost Godwin. But still, that's one of the most talented teams in the entire NFL season. They got shut out 9 nothing because they got dominated in the line of scrimmage. The most important thing in football, yeah, you can have a quarterback. It's always a plus. It's always great to have a quarterback. Trust me. I ain't saying it's not. But if what we've seen from past years, and I always go back to it, last February night, late in the Super Bowl 55, when you had probably the more talented team in the Kansas City Chiefs, lost 31-9 to because they got killed on the line of scrimmage. It comes down. Well, that was partially because their two tackles were hurt, though. That's true. But, that line of scrimmage, but, the battle, but all around, the battle of the line of scrimmage comes down to victories and losses. That's, to me, it's the most important aspect of football. And everybody that doesn't think so still should get their head out of their asses because well, hey, they're not watching the same thing we are. Just look at the last two Giants Super Bowl wins. It's a long time ago, but if you know anything about football and you watch the last two Giant wins, it wasn't because of the spectacular play of Eli Manning or the receivers. It was that the offense They weren't the most talented team. It was they that they ran, the football, they ran the football and controlled the line of scrimmage, and the defensive line caused havoc for Tom Brady. And that's why I want to shift over from the misery to two teams that started off miserable this year and two teams that had a lot of high expectations coming into this season. Hell, I had one of these teams – Going to play on Championship Sunday. As I said earlier in the show, that may not be far-fetched with the way they are playing football right now. Solid, fundamental football on all levels. And the two teams right now that are, well, like dangerous and look like could be dark horses. And I'm honestly going to say right now, for any team that has to play these two teams in the playoffs, if these two teams get into the playoffs because of how close these races have been in both the AFC and the NFC, Good luck trying to stop these two teams because these two teams have the right formula to be successful come playoff time. And the two teams are the San Francisco 49ers and the Indianapolis Colts. And if you look at these teams from top to bottom, like I was just talking about Russell Wilson, Seattle, and the Giants, well, these two teams are nearly and probably likewise identical. 
Literally, if you wanted to just put up a blank picture and you put up all the stats, you're probably seeing the same exact team because these two teams do the same thing right. They have playmakers on offense. They got a quarterback that both teams, you want to say, have the talent to win you football games, but do you have the full trust in them to go win you the football game? They got solid. They got two of the best running attacks in the game. I mean, the Colts maybe have – if. Right now, that MVP race looks like that could be coming maybe wide open as well. Jonathan Taylor looks like he can make another strong case for an MVP push if he continues to play the way he played last week. Two solid, stout defenses, and not to mention, you got two great coaches and two great for- franchises in general. And we just talked about a franchise that's in in the dumps right now that's just pitiful in the New York Giants. And we didn't talk about the Jets, but you look at these two franchises, how they built their teams. And you look at from top to bottom why they're in the situations that they are in. And that's why teams like the Giants, Jacksonville, Houston, or to, and the Jets, teams like that are where they are. So I, I've been I've been really thinking about this question because I look at both of these teams and good luck to who has to play these teams come playoff time. Because I, I could see these two teams making a push because of how wide open both conferences are, could make a, an easy push into the conference title games, or hell, like I said, even Super Bowl Sunday. Who do you think that? Who is it? Who do you think? Do you, well, I'm going to go. I'm honestly, I'm going with the 49ers because I was high on them in the beginning of the year, and I even said that I thought they would be the NFC playing in the NFC title game this year. So I'm going to go with the 49ers. And I know that's crazy to think. My biggest difference it's is definitely not crazy to think because they're oh, one of the hottest teams I'm, right hold now. On, I'm going to give you the reason why. The reason why my biggest difference is. Jimmy G is playing the best football of his career. I looked at Carson Wentz's stats last week. It was like seven for 12 for 57 yards. I know you got Jonathan Taylor, and Jonathan Taylor is one of the top five players in the NFL right now, and he is carrying this team. This offensive line is carrying this team, this defense. But I trust Jimmy G more than I do Carson Wentz. That's why I'll take the 49ers, because Jimmy G is playing the best ball of his career right now. He's not turning the ball over. He's very efficient. He's accurate. He's making the right throws. And the biggest difference for me with this team also, they got a guy that can do it all. They got a slice butter knife. Uh, what do they call it? Whatever, uh, Swiss, uh, Swiss Army knife? Swiss Army knife. Thank you. I said slice butter knife. I'm, I'm getting hungry, I guess. <laughs> I'm getting hungry, bro. I'm getting a little hungry. But they have a guy like that in Debo Samuel who is just like the definition of this team, can play running back, very physical, kind of like what he did in South Carolina as a Gamecock. He can do it all. He can take over a game with his ability to to catch passes. He's explosive. And you put him in the backfield, that's just another weapon that this team already has. And they've been battling injuries too. They don't even have Raheem Mostert. They have a guy like Elijah Mitchell, the rookie, who is just taking grasp of the opportunity and has really delivered for this team. But a guy like Debo Samuel in this league, Boy, oh, boy, you can win with players like that. And they have all the right formulas. Brandon Ayuk is now getting a, getting having a big impact on this offense. And not to mention, you have a guy that went healthy, and he is healthy right now, and he's showing his talents, is arguably the best tight end in all of football in George Kittle. So he, I this is why people like to say George Kittle may be the best tight end in all of football because he's the most complete tight end in football. Travis Kelsey might be the most – might be the best receiving tight end in all of football. But George Kittle might be the most complete tight end because of his ability in the running game with the pass blocking and just run blocking as well. So that's why I would pick the 49ers right now as the more dangerous 8-16. and 16. 
So let me give you a little stat to back your stat up before I say what I'm going to say. Jeff Wilson, 49ers, though, the biggest thing with their the difference with this team is the defense. The team that got to the Super Bowl was led by their defensive line. Yep. They were dominant. I didn't realize this, and you told me, and then I told you this. Nick Bosa's having a huge year. He's got 15 sacks. Could be come back on a play. He's leading the NFL in tackles for a loss. You know another thing, last three or four games, the reason why 49ers have turned around? They're averaging 28 pressures per game, 4.3 sacks per game, and 4.3 hit quarterback hits a game. You're if you're disrupting the offense and, and the quarterback and their timing, you ruin the whole game. I mean, just look at the Giants. The team yep. that the 207 that put up over 500 points, averaged almost 40 points a game, broke all NFL records, only scored what was it, 14 points against the New York Giants? Yeah, what, only 14. What? The 07 Super Bowl. They only scored 14 points. And I'm asking. 14 and then I know the answer. 17. No, I know the answer. Yeah. 17-14. The answer is the Colts, though. Okay. The reason why they're the most dangerous team is because when I look at the, the whole the big picture of this team, look at the conferences, right? I look at the 49ers. Yeah, they're dominant right now. But look at the teams they would have to go through to get to where they need to go, their final goal. I think they can. I, think, I mean, why not? Road Warriors. Backers. Rams, Cowboys, Buccaneers, that's a much tougher road than when you look at the AFC and look at the dysfunction in the AFC. There's no powerhouse in the AFC. The Chiefs. The Chiefs right now are no powerhouse. This is not the same Chiefs team. This is not the same Chiefs I mean, they're team. doing it differently now with defense. Yeah, I know. But their offense is not as explosive, and the Colts can beat them. They can control the, the past two games. Game. They scored the past two games. They scored almost eighty. They scored over eighty points total. Don't look at that that way. They're not the same offense. They're not the Ooh. same offenses. They're not the same offense. You can just look at the game. Yeah, because they're not throwing. Oh, they're not throwing, tossing the ball fifty yards every freaking play. Listen, they're dinking and dunking and getting their the, plays this out. This Colts space. team, unfortunately, had a tough beginning of their season with their schedule. Yeah, but I look at the AFC. The Bills are not dominant. The, the AFC North is not dominant. Yes, I know they've lost to the Titans twice. But I also think about this. They were up double digits against the Buccaneers. They were up double digits against You trust the Carson Wentz. There's your question for you. Why you picked they, the Colts? They, do, you trust Carson, do you trust Carson Wentz enough to win you games like that? Hey, listen. They beat the Patriots, and I didn't think they could do it. It wasn't because of Carson Wentz, though. doesn't matter. They won the the running, I know, but it was because of the running attack and Justin. The and Chiefs Jonathan weren't winning the past couple weeks. With Patrick Mahomes, who was the reason is because Dude, they're defense. Carson Wentz threw for 57 freaking I know. Trev, you got to tell Trev, Come I got the stats right in front of me. 57 yards and a touchdown and a pick. In the last five games, Wentz has only one week with more than 180 yards passing. The Colts have only lost. Only loss was their only loss. They had one loss. All right? I'm just 50, They had 50 net passing yards, 49 for the first time. It was – Lowest since week 16 of 1983 when the Baltimore Colts beat the Houston Oilers 10, 10 to 20. I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. I don't know how you're going to tell you. Like, I don't trust Carson Wentz. I, I'll take the Colts because of their division. I'm at the conference. That there's there's no the, the 49ers have to go on the road to beat the Cowboys. Then well, they're going to go on the road to the Packers. Let then me give you this. The Buccaneers. Then they got to play Jim, the Rams. This is why I want to also say the 49ers. The I'm gonna give you, their Jimmy road, their listen, road to success listen. is much harder. All right. Hold on. Listen. Jimmy G's stats in December, 65 of 94. No, Jimmy G. Jimmy G's stats are good. They're better than I know. That's what I'm saying. 69%, 69% completion percentage, a 105 passer rating. So he's delivering for them. And, yeah, but and that I, was the I think the Colts defense is playing at a higher level. The I know that, but that was the, 
send uh, secondary. That was the big question: is can Jimmy G take this team to the next level? Because they are talented. We know. We know. Hold on. We know how talented this team is from top to bottom. They were two years removed from a Super Bowl, an almost an, a Super Bowl win too. A Super Bowl title was in grasp. This team with the way we always thought is it Jimmy G that we're thinking, oh, Jimmy G's not going to start. Trey Lance is going to come in. We haven't even heard of the name Trey Lance this year because of Jimmy G now playing at the level that gives maybe the 49ers a tougher decision to maybe do they keep Jimmy G or for teams that need a quarterback, maybe Jimmy G's name becomes a hot topic in the offseason. But he's playing his best football. I'll take Jimmy G over Carson Wentz right now because Carson Wentz no, hasn't given me a reason. Colts, I'll take the Colts defense. Okay, I the Colts, but when the Colts, have a better secondary and another thing, when the Colts play good teams, Carson Wentz does not deliver with him when that ball is when the game is on the line with him. I don't trust him. The Buccaneers, when these, when these two teams team, played in the rain in San Francisco, Carson Wentz outplayed Jimmy G and the, and the Colts dominated. That was Jimmy G's probably last worst game that he's last had this worst season. Game? Yeah, his last game that was was pretty bad. It was a pretty bad game. That, I would give that his last game. Because other than that, he's been playing of this month of December. He's been dominating. He's looked like one of the better quarterbacks in the NFC. Listen, I, I, I listen. I get that they have Kittle, and he's been a freak. Oh, he's been unbelievable he's since been coming unbelievable. back. So he changes everything for that offense. Yeah, Debo Samuel's a Swiss Army night. and he's playing. And but, now he's playing in the run. He's playing more of an impact in the running game than he is in the receiving game. They're getting the Ayuk involved. But the Colts' road to the Super Bowl would be much easier, I believe. They dominated the Bills, all right? They had the Ravens by two scores and should have won the game. Now, listen, should have, could have, would have, and they didn't, I know. But that doesn't mean they can't do it again. They had the Buccaneers by almost 21 points. My only thing is, yes, the so Colts are winning games. this team is capable of beating all the, the great teams. I haven't seen the 49ers, other than the Rams game, which really set them off for this stretch run, I haven't really seen them Dominate because they got beat by Colt McCoy and the Cardinals when there was no DeAndre Hopkins. I, I they got dominated. That's so, the only reason why for me. The 49ers, they lost to Colt McCoy and no DeAndre Hopkins at home, and the Colts have taken care of business, and they've only – listen, both teams are capable of getting to the Super Bowl. With the offensive line, defensive line they have in the running game, I love well, both I, coaches. I love Shanahan. I love Frank Wright. The question will come down to for both of these teams, what quarterback will be able to step up and make that clutch throw when they need to. And I would take Jimmy G over Carson Wentz. And I posted a poll actually on our website, on Facebook, and overwhelming was the Colts, 70% to 30. So a bit of a surprise right there because both teams um, both teams are very similar. Both teams are hot. And to see them, to see like that much of a difference, pretty surprising. Because well, I you're think also coming off teams. a big win against the New England Patriots, which everyone was high on. You know what I mean? I mean, everyone was talking about the Patriots like as they were back, like the old Tom Brady's team, and and the Colts took it to them. I mean, literally dominated the Patriots. So, and that's and that's uh, that's really not seen much so with a Bill Belichick coach team. And you've got two huge games. I mean, both of these teams have massive, massive games this week. Tomorrow, Thursday night football to start go, to start off. I'm sorry, football fans. We don't get Wednesday night football this week. Luckily, we got almost, yeah. For the wrong reason, I'm not trying to make it a funny situation. But 
We do get a day off from football. We'll be back tomorrow for Thursday night. A huge, huge game, not just for the 49ers also, but those same Tennessee Titans because of the fact that the Indianapolis Colts are making a huge push right now for not just the AFC wildcard spot, but for the AFC South. That's still wide open. Even though the Titans swept the, swept that season series, they still are only a game back. You never know what could happen with the with the way this league has been going. But both huge games and the Colts play on Saturday night again, going to nice, beautiful Arizona, the desert, as they're playing a struggle in Arizona Cardinal team. So we'll see what happens with that. I'm trying to go on because Joe's going to actually join us in a minute to give us his Christmas Christmas movies. He's going to join us. He was late for – he had some school. He's a teacher, so he was late. He's coming on. We're going to get the Christmas movies, but we are also going to – well, this is the final show until Christmas, and then we'll be back next week for the New Year resolution. We'll talk about 2021. Joe can you believe that? Can Joe, you believe? Joe does not have the Colts in his top 10 list. I'm just scrolling through his Oh, you're top looking 10 at the top 10. Yeah, so this is how we've been doing the top 10 list right now. Here's our top 10. I, got, I can't I'm, believe I'm he still has the Bucs at three. I'm a bit surprised on that. I mean, if you want to see my – here's my list. What do you think of my list so far? Packers, Packers Chiefs, Cowboys. Yeah, that's a little bit more efficient. That's, I love the – I'm the big – is that huh? mine? No, is that's that mine? mine. That's mine. I did mine before I saw yours, so don't even say it. I swear to God. Well, let me see mine. Jeez. I have Bucks three. Yeah. You sold Bucks at three, too. You're bashing Joe for that. Like, I can't put the Cowboys in front of them. And here's the thing. I also look at that game against the Saints. The Saints are Brady's kryptonite. Like, if I've oh, ever, yeah. seen, other than if Eli, I've ever seen kryptonite before against a team. Yeah, other, I mean, than Eli, other than Eli against the uh, Brady. Yeah. Yeah, that's there's no there's no kryptonite worse than the new one. I have the Colts seven, Cardinals eight, 49ers. You had the 49ers ahead of the Colts. I think I the Cardinals know. are a team that has to really look out, really be on danger alert because of the fact they that might finish third in their division. The 49ers might you're seeing how valuable DeAndre Hopkins is, is to that offense because that offense I mean, look, the, I know the Lions have have fought their way the entire season, but anytime you lose and the way they lost too, lost by 18 points. That's not supposed to happen for a team that's getting prepared for the playoffs. So, who do you think had the word? Who do you think had the had the list? Who's the list that we uh we have to go after? Is it is it Joe's? Is it yeah, Joe's it's list? It's always Joe's list. It's always Joe's list. I love how it's never ours. It's always Joe's. It's always my. I know. I always feel like it's always mine. No, yours is not bad. I just I I wouldn't put the Cowboys at three. Yeah, I'd still keep the Bucks oh. at three. I don't. There he is. He's on. He's going to jump. There he comes. Don't worry, Joe. Whoa, look at that. What, would you get tan or something? What's going on in there? Give it all a minute. It'll catch up. Okay, my, well, my, I, I showed up and literally, I forgot I powered my computer down this morning. So it well, needs it's a good thing because we just roasted your uh, top 10 list. So perfect timing to. Uh... My top 10 oh, list wow, is brilliant. Oh, Here he is. He's back in Connecticut. <laughs> it's like you're coming from Florida to Connecticut. <laughs> so perfect timing. We're going to get right into our top five Christmas movies to close out the show. So we're going to start off with the man that just got in. And he has a very, Ted, you're going to see this list and you're going to be like, whoa. It's a very, very different list from ours. So here is the top five Christmas movies oh. from the Joseph Aguirre. He really talks about this movie, The Ref. He, he loves yeah, this I movie. Yeah, I know. I got to find a way to see it. He told Dad when he came over that I got to check it he out. He said it's I, hilarious. I, we got to see no, it. Joe, it Kevin was not- Spacey and Dennis Leary and Annette Benning are in the movie. I so, swear to you. It, it you wasn't will- in the top 50 Rotten Tomato movies. It should be. It's a shame. Movies. 
it's a very it's a it's a, it's got a beautiful ending. It's a very dark movie for most of it because uh, Dennis Leary's a criminal. He's a bad guy, and he takes them hostage. Oh, and they happen to be a couple who's going through a divorce. Isn't Christmas supposed How to be is this a Christmas movie? Yo, hey, remember, remember movie. this is a highly based opinion right this here. Is, this is not. This it's is a not... Christmas movie. It's a Christmas movie because it's very much the backdrop. Uh, there's Santa's in the movie at one point. It's it's a very <laughs> Christmas movie. You'll, I swear to God, have some nog, put a little something in it, watch that movie. Thank me when you're done. Okay. Um, so obviously, you, you, uh, Die Hard's a Christmas movie. The biggest question mark, and that, I can't no, stand this every that's year. Always, that's always something that's talked about every year. How is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes, I don't, get, Christmas? I don't get it. goes to a Christmas party in L.A. Okay, but we're uh, – listen, here's the biggest problem. Not your Tony first Plaza. Two movies, your first Hans two movies. Gruber. Okay, your first two movies are probably good movies. But they're in front of three Christmas movies. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're I great. They're, again, it's it, it. Listen, this all this is all on. If you're looking for wholesome, you want to watch a It's a Wonderful Life. Knock yourself out, like <laughs> all day. Be, I, that would be like the pre. The what's it? The bishop. What did Dad say? The bishop's, the bishop's wife. Uh, so, I forgot. Bishop's Ooh, wife. We listen. Like, uh, uh, White Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Miracle uh, on Thirty Fourth Street. Street. Yeah. The, all the, the movies original. everybody watching has seen a hundred times before. If you want to watch a Christmas movie. And you want to laugh? I'm telling the ending is beautiful. You you'll be a little <laughs> sad at the end, is it's great. Uh, it is a great so movie. Cry, I'm telling you, you hilarious. Cry, do you cry when you watch it? I, at the end, it always gets me. Yeah, the same thing. Joe's about to cry. Yeah, so it's like feel the dreams, dude. End of the movie. I lose Christmas it. Story, bad Santa, and then Christmas Vacation. So no Home Alone, no Grinch, no Rudolph, no Frosties, no like any no. Charlie Brown, no nothing. You went. Have you guys seen Bad Santa with Billy Bob Thornton? I, I don't. I've never been into. I've never been into. You that. will again. Put aside you know, your feelings for Billy Bob Thornton. You will laugh your face off I've watching seen Bad I've Santa. Seen Billy Bob Thornton. The favorite, my only movie I really like Billy Bob Thornton is is Friday Night Lights. No, uh-huh. I, Joe. I have Joe. I will put this. I have not seen the ref, but I've seen the other four movies. I've seen Die Hard. I've seen I have never Story. seen Die Hard. I get a more than Christmas Story. Story. Trev, I've never Trev seen Die Hard. Trev loves Christmas Story. Here we go. Here's the Oh, movie. yeah. Christmas Story, classic. Me and my that dad, is. we we watch it every year. Not this year specifically, but the, it's a classic. I love I it. I was like one part. He said, what? No, but you got to be kidding me. That's a classic movie. It's just so funny. Oh, what's his name? Oh, my God. What's his name? The father. What's his name? The father in the movie. Joe, what's his name? I don't remember the guy's name. I know oh, exactly you're talking about. I, yeah. I forgot. He's guy. a famous actor, but yeah, that guy. So mm-hmm. Ted, there's Ted's. Ted, see, Ted made this so difficult because he made two movies into one. Like Ted being Ted. You can't separate Ted. them. Yeah, you could. So, oh, Home Alone 1 and 2. All right, I got it. I was no, like, wait, what does that mean? Up. Home Alone 1 is separate. Home Alone 2 is completely different. I can't but separate them. It's They're Christmas classic. in New York a year later. It's definitely. It's exactly. Like a- it's Christmas in New York instead of Christmas in. What the hell did oh. I didn't want to take up a spot? Christmas vacation. How can you come on? Christmas vacation. That's a, if anybody has never seen that, you're missing out. That's an instant classic. The year without Santa Claus. Great, great, great movie. I know what? that one. That's really? the heat miser and the, and the snow miser. Never mind. Okay. I, didn't, I guess I didn't know that was the name of it. I didn't all know that. Okay. Yeah, that was with Santa and the kid, and they try to get Santa, and then they, the, the, Southtown. It snows, and he allows a little sun at the North Pole. Mm-hmm. Your list is great. Your list, I think, if you watch all of these movies, you could check a lot of boxes. Then the You've original done Christmas Rudolph. right. 
The original you did, Rudolph, you did Christmas you right. Get some right. with the Charlie Brown. See Ted's, see Ted's list compared to Joe's list. Joe's list, you get eggnog, you put some vodka in there. Ted's list, you get eggnog, and it's a virgin. You don't it's drink eggnog. It's just nog, exactly. And, and yeah. you have the kids sitting around the fire with candy canes. <laughs> and you get the and Ted's got the cookies. See Joe's list is like, let's go, guys. Let's get some. My eggnog cookies eggnog. are special. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah, it. No, yes. So yeah, I went with the more wholesome thing. I looked at. I, I love I all gonna... the movies on your list. I really do. And, and so Clay, I, you know, it's we, funny. We've been watching a Home Alone for about three months at my house. Love it. My kids love Macaulay Culkin. Uh, they think that movie's great. My son thought, and he watched Home Alone too. Oh. Isn't that President Trump? He thought that was hilarious. Um, he's, and Trump does a great thing right there. He, he, he tells listen, Kevin where to go. He tells Kevin where to go. Listen, That's that it. is as helpful as Trump's ever been. Uh, they got it on film in a movie, you know. So there we go. Here yeah, we no. Go. Listen, great movies. All uh, again, we've been watching Home Alone for months. Let alone that it's Christmas time. Definitely watch favorites. it. All these are great. I, I I love your list. Again, I I mean, listen, I could have picked all those movies. I like all of these movies. I, mean, I, Elf, I just I, there's I'm movies I feel Elf, again between Bad Santa and the Ref. I just feel like if you haven't seen those movies and you're looking for something a little more this year. Or maybe you're having a Corona kind of Christmas, and, and you're not into the wholesome. Those again, they're hilarious movies, and then the ending is Christmassy. It's you got that, you know. But minor, minor, short and sweet, forty-five minutes cartoon style, old here's, school. So here's mine. Here's mine to close out the Christmas movie. Very similar to Ted. I have Home Alone two as my number Home Alone, one. You have Home Alone. Home Alone, Wait, Home Alone, Alone two on as number one. I have Home Alone. Home Alone, the original, at number two. Santa, Santa Claus is coming to town. That's a classic. You got to see it. If you've never seen it, it's a classic. Winter, as they like to call him, once was called Warlock. <laughs> a Christmas you know story. Movie, you know a movie I don't hate? That's a good Christmas movie. Grinch. With Tim Allen, the, the, the oh, Santa Claus. Oh, Santa yeah. Claus is good. I like Santa Claus. I like that yeah. one. I'll watch that movie. Joe, you know who was snuck in? The original Grinch. Not the Jim Carrey Grinch. The original Grinch. I like the Jim Carrey I love that one. Movie. I like both but, of them. I like both of them. I have no issue with either one of them. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the Elf, the Will Ferrell movie. I no, think most I hate Will Ferrell. Most most overrated movie of all time. I'm not even gonna say Christmas movie. It's the most overrated movie of all time because people think it's great. It's not funny. It's not again. Good. If if Fight you're the kind of person that likes the movie Elf, if that's your sense of humor and you really want to laugh, genuinely watch The Ref and watch Bad Santa, and oh, you'll yeah. see what a funny Bad Christmas. I know, Bad Santa. I know Bad Santa's funny. I know yeah. that. I've seen that. Just you don't watch with the kids. No, That's none of none of mine should be watched with your kids, <laughs> and all should be watched with Spike Nog. All right, so Joe, you and wanted cookies, to, <laughs> Spike Dave Nog specifically. So Joe, you wanted to come on because you want to do your Christmas movies. Do you want to give a a, a a message to all of our followers? Yeah, real quick up. I apologize uh, for for you being late here today. You were at school. You're a teacher. Appreciate, Adam, appreciate Adam you guys. Crazy nights. That's not a Christmas movie. Hey, no, crazy nights. Yes, it is. Hanukkah Hanukkah movie. Movie. hilarious. That's, that's a Jewish movie. That's a, a Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Yeah, that's a Hanukkah. Sand, uh, Sander, get it right, buddy. Dallas. But anyway, listen, I uh, I, I, I texted Trev and he was like, hey, we're about to do movies. And I was like, I'd like to just jump. I just want to jump on and and, uh, and and share my movies and and just wish everybody a happy and healthy Christmas and New Year or whatever you might celebrate well, we'll all be, the holidays. We'll be back next year before. We'll be back. Not next year. We'll be back before the New Year closes out. So we'll be yeah, back. We're to doing a show next year. We'll be back. Oh, so then just Merry Christmas and happy Boxing Day and Kwanzaa and whatever falls between there. And we'll get to you on New Year's with the New Year's. But again, I'd also like to say thank you to so many great supporters and people who have 
uh, across the network. Uh, watch Keys to the City and all the other great shows that we're doing on this network. And and I do appreciate everybody who takes the time out of their day. And, and for you guys and all the other podcasters who take the time out of their day and put their heart and soul into these shows. And, you know, we, we've got a lot of sponsors lined up as we crack into 2022. Uh, that offer is out there for anybody. We are, it's a very affordable rate. Uh, we're trying to try to help people grow their business and, and help continue to grow these shows. So we appreciate the support. We look forward to more uh, in the year to come. And a big thank you to you guys. Love being on this show. Got a chance to spend some time with the Keys uh, around Thanksgiving, the whole family. Uh, yeah, it was, it was. Love you guys. Love that whole family. Um, I just spent some time with Jared Jones' dad the other day. Nice. Uh, and I was telling him about how I spent some time with your dad. Um, and your dad and, and me are like, we're similar in age. He's like <laughs> 10 years older than me. Like, it's kind of, you know what I mean? Jared's, hey, dad's, like, Jared's dad could be my dad. Your dad could be my older brother. You got like, that's the age difference. You got I love you, you and my dad. You guys like to do some uh, similar things. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys like, <laughs> like have a good time. You guys like to have a good time. I got to say one more thing. Obviously, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah as well. Mary, oh, happy Kwanzaa as well to everybody, all of our followers, supporters. But most importantly, to the real diehard fans, I'm not talking about the movie. Tomorrow is a very special day because tomorrow is Festivus. So all those diehard <laughs> happy Festivus fans, those Seinfeld lovers, to all from Keys to the City, a merry, merry Christmas and a happy, happy Festivus miracle. We'll be back next week. Everybody enjoy the holidays. I hope all the kids get treated right this year from Santa. We can only hope that everybody stays healthy, really, real healthy, because it's getting bad right now in the world again. So everybody stay healthy, stay safe, enjoy the holidays. We'll be back next week. Everybody enjoy. Ted, I know you. I got to work, so I'm not really going to be enjoying my holidays. I'll be working. So you guys get to enjoy with your families. I'll be by myself in a room working for 12 hours. Merry well, Christmas. That's your choice. I'm hey, jealous. it's okay. I'd still be working probably knowing my luck. Merry <laughs> Christmas and a happy Festivus to all. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Keys to the City. We're streaming all social media platforms at Keys to the City. So comment, like, subscribe, or share. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. We are out. Yeah. Keys to the City, baby. When you see us so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts, we stating Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation So what you saying, what we saying, prime information Facts, keys to the city, we're locking the statements Streaming every Friday